Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for joining us for episode 13 of the Chell Stars podcast. We have a fun episode planned for you today. We're going to be talking about some reserve, reverse retro stuff, um, going over the Canucks wild flyers, see how they're doing this season, and then we're going to do a little recap of our week one in fantasy Um we're missing Mikey this week, unfortunately, but we still got Max, Aaron, Corey, and myself, and we are stoked to get going. Um, over to you, Max. Well, thank you. I think you're the most stoked to be here with that intro. That was great for your first time. Uh, welcome back, everyone. So, as usual, we're going to just go over a quick little news recap. Um, obviously, compared to the summer, where it's mostly going over the signings, this time around, it's just going to be mostly injuries. <laughs> Uh, we got three pretty key injuries, uh, none more than, I mean, actually all three of them are pretty key, but uh, Matt Murray, starting with uh, him, uh, I believe he's out, well, who knows how long he's out, he obviously got put right onto the LTIR after what seemed to be some sort of groin or you know injury that he suffered at practice, um, so it's a pretty big blow for the Leafs, who at the time um only had i think it was like two goalies on their whole you know you know uh you know franchise you know team yeah roster there you go like (laughs) that actually were under an nhl contract uh the rest were pretty much injured or in europe so that's pretty rough for them um you know anyone have any thoughts on that that's pretty big blow for them yeah, so just to confirm, there it is his adductor injury, so that is okay. hip, which is pretty bad for a goalie. Um, and it's minimum four weeks he's going to be out for, at least. But again, oh, that's a God. pretty serious injury for a goalie to have to rehab from, so it definitely could be a bit longer. Yeah, you know it's bad when they just say minimum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a goalie who last year, or even just the last couple of years, have has dealt with a lot of injuries. So... You know, with it being minimum four weeks, I think this could easily go longer, unfortunately, to say that. Um, but the Leafs did know what they're getting into with this signing, or this trade, I should say. Uh, so they'll have to really pull their weight here with, uh, well, Ilya Samsonov, and I believe it's Eric Schalgren in there. It's, so it's be... actually Samsonov now. Oh, is it Samsonov? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has to be called Samsonov from okay. now on. <laughs> Just so you know. Okay, there you go. You learned something. Um, yeah, they're, they're in a situation with their goaltending. But it's not like they weren't in a situation before. No. God they no. just had two kind of NHL goalies. Now they only have one. So. Yeah. Yeah, I have a quote from their coach here being like, quote, that's the reason why we signed two guys, as in our goalies are going to get injured. But, I mean, I feel like I don't think he planned for that. Like, that's just kind of bizarre. Um yeah, like as much as you yeah. plan for injuries, you don't plan to lose somebody for minimum four weeks, potentially the whole season. <laughs> and they didn't they don't really have a third stringer like like Shalgren will do okay, but No, yeah, after that it's you know the college you know <laughs> up, really. <laughs> In David Ayers. Ooh. <laughs> that would be quite the storyline. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunate for Murray. Uh, like the worst start possible, and it'll be hard to be. He'll, it'll be hard to bounce back from that. Um, 
just probably feeling good after training camp and preseason. So that's a tough, that's a tough one for Murray and the Leafs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, moving on here to a fellow team in the Atlantic, uh, team that made a big some big noise in the off season with obviously the trade of uh, Kachuk for Huberdeau and Uyghur. Um Ekblad now unfortunately getting injured pretty early into the season, and I believe he's out for around you know six weeks minimum or so with a groin injury. Uh, a guy who's also suffered numerous lower body injuries before, almost every season now for the last couple. So it's a big blow for a decor that was, you know, really, you know, leaning on Ekblad being that guy to carry them and for a team that obviously wants to compete as well. Yeah, I guess like the only silver lining here is it's not season ending and it's not a recurring injury. So good maybe but also you're still losing the guy that's supposed to carry your whole team i mean he was playing like 25 minutes a night and they don't have anybody that can fill that spot yeah i was gonna say like who's your second defenseman behind like who's your second best defenseman i mean it's probably a toss-up between forsling and that montour Mm. but even so that's not great it's been that ekblad uyghur combo for so long like They've been so heavily relied on. Now they haven't either of them. That's going to yeah. be a very different look in Florida. Brutal. Mm-hmm. Shockingly, though, Bobrovsky's still playing all right. <laughs> Don't jinx it now. Oh, boy. Why did you say that? You have him in fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, but he's on my bench, so he can just keep on playing the same way, and I still won't start him. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So yeah, moving on here to pretty much someone who already knew he was going to be out for a little bit. Um, I don't know if we knew he would be out for this long necessarily, though. And that's uh, Gabriel Laniscog, who just had knee surgery, I believe. And uh, will be out for, well, roughly 12 weeks. But who's to say that isn't going to be longer? Uh, Kyle, you're the Avs fan here. Yeah, it's uh, I, it's an injury that happened at the end of last season, and I think he played through it yeah. during the playoffs. And uh, I guess he was hoping that it would just fix itself, but had to go the surgery route. Yeah. So definitely sucks. Thank goodness that we have the depth to be able to handle that. But if our injuries start piling up, then it could get a bit ugly for a little while. But. Mm-hmm. but at least get it done early in the season. Hopefully he can rest up. And obviously yeah. back for what they can, you know, you guys are hoping for another big playoff run. This oh, exactly. Is, this is the second surgery he's had on this knee, though, I believe in this year. So, I mean, you hope yeah. it takes, but that is, well, that could be a rough recovery. Yeah, like you like you were talking about with, with uh, Ekblad, not a recurring injury. This is seems to be a recurring injury. So definitely a bit troublesome for, for a guy that plays a really physical game and is just starting a new contract <laughs> so um just hoping that yeah. <laughs> yeah just hoping that they can start to manage those injuries a bit better for him and uh hopefully he can have an easy rest of the regular season and then just work his ass off in playoffs yeah <laughs> Corey, any thoughts on all of these 
Uh, no, pretty much what you guys said. Yeah, it'll be a test for Florida with Ekblad being out. And uh, same as Colorado. They're now without Lana's Cog. They're starting the year as a different look. Sorry, I said Colorado. They're starting the year with a different looking uh, team than how they ended last year. So it'll be kind of a test to see what uh, what they can do. So far, they look like they've they've been all right. Yeah, the good thing That's with Colorado true. is they have so many people to fill in those spots, unlike Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the so. other thing with Colorado is the injuries always pile up. Like, <laughs> always so many injuries. So, we will see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you'll just have to wait and see on that part. Right now, it's looking good with all, a lot of your stars healthy, but... Knock on wood. There you go. There you go. I, I think the worst part of like everything so far is if we want to do an hour long episode on injuries, we, we probably could. Like, That's there's so been sad. so many injuries, I mean, which is brutal. to be expected. But like, I think there's, it feels like there's more than there were last time. Like, yes. like I have, I've lost half of my defensemen in fantasy <laughs> due to injuries. Like, which we'll get into later, but. That's that, yeah. Yeah, these were Any... obviously the main key ones. There's obviously lots of little ones here and there. And unfortunately, as the NHL game as is nowadays, there's just so many. And, you know, unpredictable, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was other exciting news that came out today, though. Um, NHL released all of the reverse retro jerseys. So... I I, I, I was... I, I, Personally, I think that most of them are just gorgeous jerseys. Um, but we wanted to talk about a bit of our favorites and also talk about some of the ones that were more disappointing to us. Um, so I'll start with my favorite. And that was the Coyotes jersey. Um, they can't put an NHL team on the ice, but man, they can <laughs> make some nice jerseys. <laughs> I yeah. great in their 5,000 arena barn. Yeah, <laughs> those 5,000 fans are going to be so impressed. But <laughs> I don't know how. Like, they're just so good at making jerseys. They're just willing to use colors that other, other teams don't use. Yeah. So nice. I think they're just one of the ones, too, that are risking it with, like, designing, like, you know, something other than just the stripes on the mm-hmm. bottom. Like, they have these... You know cool old designs that mean something that's so true yeah they're they're Rather not just... just stripes and we'll get into that <laughs> yeah they're just throwing stripes everywhere God, these stripes. some of yeah. these guys um yeah so i like the yotes jersey that's probably one of my favorites um cory what do you have for your favorite uh for the jersey i had i really liked uh Edmonton's oil drop that they brought back with the new colors. Um, fun fact: this that jersey, I think, in I want to say like 2003, was designed by uh, uh, artist Todd McFarlane, who drew the Spawn series. If there's any like comic fans out there, um, Spawn, and he also drew Venom for a little bit. So I think he's an Alberta native. So they had him design this logo. And uh, I've always liked it as kind of sweet to see them bring it back with a little kind of that orange touch. So I went with Edmonton. I got to say that was an awesome fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's great. So, Thank you. Thank you. 
Yeah, 2001 is when that first oil drop jersey came out. Okay, 2001. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's so sick. Good stuff. That was definitely like like a jersey that's just like imprinted in my head from playing NHL games when I was little. Like, a, like yeah. you'd always like go and choose the alternate jersey because it was always the coolest, mm. right? And absolutely, yeah, Edmonton's was sick. Um, Aaron, did any of them stand out to you? Yeah, so my favorite jersey was the Florida one, um, mainly because of the color scheme. I think it's just the colors go together so beautifully. It's so bright. It's so unique. I also just, it's giving mm-hmm. me like Miami Beach slash kind of like an NBA vibe. Like, yeah. you know, it's just very yeah. unique to hockey. And I just love that they went somewhere a little bit differently with that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah definitely got that Miami Vice teal to it, right? Like... Mm-hmm. Like I could yeah, have. The blue is just gorgeous. I love it. I would. I'm not <laughs> yeah. a Florida Panthers yeah. fan, but I would probably buy this jersey just because of the colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I would have loved if they would have mixed in a little bit of that Miami Vice pink in there too. Yeah, but, that would have been ooh. nice. You know, m- maybe next time. It's the one maybe thing we haven't time. really seen on NHL jerseys: any pink, pink. being used. Yeah, and and I've only seen purple, like what, like Kings and and. Arizona and Arizona, yeah, obviously. Purple always looks really good. I feel like you're right. It does. Pink would definitely be a good addition. The pink would have popped. Yeah, I think um, out of all the jerseys, though, I'm most interested to see like the helmet and pants combo that's for true. the Florida jerseys, because this might, you know, make it even more even better. Right. Did they did they release the pant combo for it yet? No, I I don't think so imagine they go pink pants oh, that, pink. oh. oh. <laughs> i i think that would clash with the orange but <laughs> so it's gonna be orange pants then <laughs> probably oh jesus <laughs> the pants that would be something else as well jersey yeah <laughs> yeah and maxwell uh i'm going with the Another Florida State uh, team here. I'm going with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, purely just because I just really like almost like kind of the teams that go a little bit out there with the little designs. It's a reverse retro jersey. You're supposed to have fun with it. Uh, be a little creative. I think these jerseys on the ice will look really nice. You got the lightning bolts really pretty much throughout the jersey. I really like the font on the side there. But in the original logo as well. So... I think it's they did a bang job on this. Yeah, that one looks good. Kind of like what Kyle said. I used to always want to pick that one playing like NHL games. Yeah, it's like it's got like there's like rain on it. There's like lightning. There's uh, I don't know if this one has. I remember the old one had like ocean waves on the bottom. This it one does. Like, yeah, this one. This one that it has. And 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 the shoulders are gray like clouds. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <There> you go. <laughs> it's amazing. Damn. Yeah. Attention to detail is just awesome in some of these. Exactly. Honestly, you got a, a full like oil painting on your jersey right there. <laughs> awesome. And then we had some that we were kind of disappointed with. We thought the teams could do more um, with like their color schemes and, and their history of jerseys. Max, who did you have in your you wanted to see more from them list? I have uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, I just don't think it's really much different than their current jersey like it's very black and blue jersey you know with this new design 
there's a few stars on the very end there, but for the most part, you're not really going to see that. It's going to be tucked in with the gloves um, or the elbow pads. I don't know. I just just kind of very boring jersey. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of like like they're they're obviously using one of their older logos, which is pretty cool. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, they didn't really do much. Eh? It's yeah, it's just very similar, especially to I don't remember the exact design, but it's pretty similar to their other reverse retro jersey from the other, you know, last year, I believe. Yeah, like I wouldn't call it a bad jersey. It's just not a exact yeah. exciting jersey, right? It's very yeah. safe. Yeah, I think pick. I can speak Whereas, on behalf of like all of us that we weren't really hate. We don't really hate most of these. It's really just that some of them disappointed us. Yeah, exactly. And because they could have gone a different direction with it too. Like like when they first came into the into the league, their jerseys were like some of my favorites. Just with like that like random like mm -hmm. CBJ logo that they had and stuff. Like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like those were nice jerseys. They could have done something fun with that, but oh, or even when they had that, do they still wear the jersey with the with the big gun on it? The yeah, that's kind of like their alternate. It's like the cannon. Yeah, yeah. I oh, I guess with Columbus last year they did they used that old CBJ logo then made it red instead. Yeah. Did they have? Did they have a jersey with a B on it at one point? They did. Oh, I, Columbus. The stinger, like yeah. The stinger, with a yeah. Jacket on it, like a. What was it? Like was jacket? it only on the oh. shoulders, or was it the lo like the main logo? It was the main logo, and it had. Uh, oh no, you're right. It wasn't the main logo, but it had the neon green. Yeah, that, yeah, that I, bright neon green. That yeah, that one was cool. But that would have been really exciting if they did that. Yeah, they should bring that back for sure. Yeah, they used to have the bug. Now it's like more of, like a, more, more of a, a military vibe now, but they used to have that like cartoon bug. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, love those things. That guy, yeah. I wonder if that's their mascot. What's their mascot? No, that's yeah, their it, mascot. It's yeah. their mascot, yeah. Oh, it is? It's Stinger. Just have their mascot post on the front of their jersey? I wouldn't Stinger. do that. Yeah. Oh, Stinger, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> but the Billy's name? Yeah, it's his name. That's hilarious. <laughs> Aaron, which one were you wanting more from? Yeah, so the one I was most disappointed with here was the Flyers jersey. For pretty similar reasons, they just didn't really do much. There's so much white space on the jersey. And I feel like one of my biggest like pet peeves with these like alternate reverse retro kind of jerseys is when they use the exact same logo as their normal jersey there's no <laughs> color change there's no alternate jersey it's just like a copy paste so i would have liked something a little more unique from them i do like the sleeves the design is pretty cool but just the whole main part of the jersey is very plain their one saving grace however is I know you guys have seen this post already that they're going to wear their long pants. What are they called? The Cooperalls? Cooperalls. That makes the look a little bit better. Um, but overall, yeah, not super excited about these jerseys. Here's a fun fact about the Flyers. They've only ever had one logo and they've never had any other logo even on like yeah, the shoulders or to... anything. I was trying to look oh. up like different logos. Like, oh, why didn't they do something else? And I was finding the same thing. Like, they've been very the loyal to this logo. Very loyal. What is a flyer? Like a, uh, a pilot. Isn't that their thing? They're, they're pilots? 
Oh, okay. Oh. Is that it? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I don't... That's what you're, you're, Corey, you're probably right. I just He's never... Back, so, yeah. I, I, I just never really gave much thought into what a flyer is. Yeah, I mean, even if you're going to have the exact same logo, like, fair, you don't have another different one, at least change the colors on it. I mean, you got to do something. Yeah. Yeah, cool. What did they use last year for? They went with the the orange... They have a black last year was a it really looks good one. though their, their jersey looks really good phillies yeah like the retro yeah it's not uh, different but it still looks really yeah. nice you're a big fan i'm a, I'm a fan i think philly has a nice uh one of the nicer designs in the league just in general oh, oh just in general with like their regular yeah. jerseys yeah just classic mm-hmm. right like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's a nice thing is they stuck with it and it it works. Um, Corey, what was your you wanted more from? Oh, yeah, yeah. Looking at the jerseys, Chicago and Detroit, I went with, um, which seems to be uh, kind of some common thoughts as well. They're just super plain. Um, there's no logo. For either of them, it's just a horizontal script, and they both look like the same. They're red and black, and Chicago has a bit of white on it. I don't know. They're just really, yeah. They just are like there's there's classic, and then there's like these ones. And Detroit's one was kind of the same last year, so I think with Chicago, like with Chicago, I'm I almost it's so bad that I'm at the point wondering like. Maybe they have a better design that they would rather market, like if it once they get Bedard and actually have a good team, <laughs> and maybe they, like they want to spend their like money on advertising like then when people actually want to buy it. Honestly, that's it's so bad. That's, right? that's, like, that's, what I'm thinking. that's actually well, an outstanding point. Given the fact that every single player on this team is going to be off the team in three years, <laughs> other right. than Seth Jones. So you're saying right? they're tanking for advertising, too? <laughs> yeah, it's conspiracy for the reverse retros. Yeah, but then like I look the, at the, What's that? I was going to say, it's like the early 2000s Chicago Blackhawks all over again. <laughs> Just tanking but, everything. Uh, but then Detroit, it doesn't make sense why theirs is so bad. It's, uh, they have a good team that they should be trying to sell jerseys right now. <laughs> Yeah, who so I don't know. Designs these jerseys really doesn't like Detroit. I mean, if you guys remember their one last year, it was that like practice jersey looking one that was like all white, yeah. with, like two little gray stripes just, on it. Just, just they have so yeah. much potential. They're such like a historic team, and they just never, never deliver. They had a stadium series one a few years ago with like oh, it yes. had white. You know what I'm talking about? White gloves, and then it kind of had like white. Um, like ascending triangle up the sleeves that looked really cool. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, they had a few nice, nice kind of winter classic jerseys. No doubt. And, and this is the first Detroit jersey that has ever had black on it. It's always just been red and white. Mm. So Fun interesting hat. choice. Or or gray. <laughs> they, they've had gray. Oh, gray, gray, gray. Yeah, yeah. You're totally right. You're totally right. Yeah, but. Anyways, we should we should mention that, um, or no, Kyle, you haven't said you're most disappointing yet. I got mine. Yeah, um, I was super 
I mean, not like disappointed, but I, I, I just, mine's Colorado. Um, I, I just, I just think that they're really overusing that like C logo and like, mm. like there's cool aspects to the design, but I really wanted to see like something different. Like, like last year's Nordique one was just so good. I think no matter what they brought out this year was going to disappoint me. But I know myself and a lot of other Avs fans want them to bring back like the like the Sasquatch logo that they used to have, and I would have loved to see something kind of surrounding that um, because they've kind of beat this Colorado Sea with the with the sun in the middle logo to death the past three five years. So that's my opinion right. there. Hmm. Also, quick shout out to the San Jose logo. I also really love that logo. Um, or I guess that jersey just yeah. working off the old California seals, which I really like. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we should uh, we should mention the Canucks with bringing back the Johnny oh. Canuck oh, yeah. logo. I, 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 actually, I was going to ask you guys that. What do you guys think of that scale of one to ten? Where do you rate that jersey? Oh God, I, I'd give it a seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah, probably. About I the same actually. Three. I yeah. kind of prefer the Sprite can, personally. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I love this jersey. Like, like, like it was one of my favorites too. Like, like that off-white color, that that like cream color that they're using instead of white. Like, like I think teams need to do that more. Of that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I super like that color scheme and everything. It's got a classic look to it. Yeah. I'd give it like an eight and a half out of ten. Maybe seven okay. eight for me. Aaron? Solid, though. Yeah, about a seven for me, too. The coloring is okay. really nice, but I don't know. It's a little too stripy. Yeah, actually, that, that okay. is the one knock on it is really I stripy. Think maybe one less stripe. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> it, it, the it, Johnny it, Canuck logo is so nice. Like, you can't go wrong with that one. Well, there's, okay, on the, on the bottom of the jersey, yeah, there's four stripes. Beige, green, beige, green. I don't know where you're seeing beige, Kyle. It looks so white to me in this photo. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Maybe it's the lighting on the only photo I'm looking at. Maybe. Are you sure? See, no. it, it looks beige to me. If only it uh, glew in the dark. <laughs> yeah, shut up to Vegas for the glow in the dark jerseys. <laughs> yeah, I got I gotta take points off for that. <laughs> oh, really? I was gonna add points for that. <laughs> no, the the connects. If it doesn't glow in the dark. Oh, if it doesn't glow in the dark. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Imagine they oh they should do a glow in the dark series. No, oh, that would actually be geez. pretty cool. And just play you know hockey what? in the dark. We're gonna get to a point where Vegas. We're gonna get to a point where Vegas has like a battery pack in their jersey, <laughs> and for for, for pregame, the players the players light up their like light up their logo, and all the <laughs> and fans have... get it, and someone catches on fire. Yeah. <laughs> like, I we're surprised. probably not too far off. Yeah, honestly. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, anything else you guys want to say about the retro jerseys? I think just overall, mm. way better job this year. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Colorado's. Well, uh, it's still not like as bad as some of the ones were last year. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. they did definitely better this year. Yeah. As long as we can keep ads off the jerseys, I'm happy. That's true. That's true. It's, uh, 
if if they're gonna br- and and I like what like the NBA does. I know we were talking about this like a few episodes ago, but I love what the NBA does about all like the different series jerseys they bring out. Like this this stuff's awesome. Like do more of this because people like me will just spend <laughs> money on this stuff. Awesome. I won't be buying this one, but if they ever bring that Sasquatch logo back, put it right on front and center. Oh, I'd buy like three of those. Um. Cool. Uh, let's skip on into player trivia. So first off, we will cover the trivia that we had on the good old Instagram page the other day. Um, shout out to some of the people I work with, Zach and Willem, uh, for guessing right. The answer was, in fact, one of the best goalies in the league, UC Soros. Um, nice. Good job, Zach and Willem. Absolutely. Big big time proud of them. Um, and that will lead us into this week's trivia as well. Oh, also, Max, give a Pat update as well about... Oh, last week's. Yeah, I, well, I'll also say with the Soros one, he was able to guess it. I believe. Well, he took a few guesses to get it true. He was thinking it was Demko. <laughs> but he okay. did get Soros eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, That's good. But with the and, other ones, he was able to get, um, you know, Brian Campbell, um, as well as Sergey Gonchar. I believe he got it just after Corey. I thought it was ahead. Or was it just ahead? I, I believe know. it was just a bit faster. Ooh, I'm, I'm like the, now. Like the picture that you sent said that he got the Gonchar one right before Corey. Okay, they, then yeah, it was just before. But now, is it before I said Gonchar or is it before I said I got it? Because I said I got it first. Okay. Corey, Corey. It doesn't count. You have Corey, to you it. still get the point for it. Okay, well then, I'm going to say it as soon as I know it then at this time. That's perfect. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Just well, note when you, yeah. Okay, well then I'll note, but then that's when I hey. want you to stop the time. Yeah, yeah, no, that's when we're, uh, that's when we'll stop the time. Because last time you said, oh, I got it. And then you said, wait. I don't know if I got it. And then you needed an extra hint, I think. We'll have to check the tape. Yeah, we'll check the tape. Either way, Corey, great job last week. Okay. Um, <laughs> make sure. Trivia Tuesday. Wanna, yeah, I want to make sure we're in the right times here. Okay, uh, so, so Corey, you say got it, and then that's when your timer stops, and then we'll we'll get the update from Pat again. Yep. Well, I don't know if I ha- have it. I just have a guess. I don't want to hold my guess until no, no. What if it's wrong? I can make a new guess. A- absolutely, but but we're working off that 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 like that like honesty here. We're playing the honesty game. If you're like, oh, I got it, and then you have to change your guess, and then you get it right with the new guess, then we'll just honor. You got a number of your got its. Got it. Yeah. When, yeah. When, when when do you want me to guess? <laughs> at the end but but i want you to say got it as soon as as, as, soon at the as you end got of, it at the end of all the clues at the end of the clue you can say got it but at the end of of all uh, at the end of at the end every of single clue that i made up yeah yeah then you get to guess okay 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 hopefully i get the right name then <laughs> If you don't, then, then that's fine. I, <laughs> I just won't know. I just won't know if I don't. 
All right. Well, okay. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> ready for player number one? Yeah. Okay. This player was drafted seventh overall in the 2003 draft by a team that hadn't made the playoffs in their five-year history. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Any inklings? Nothing? Take that okay. as a no. That, that draft is too deep. No. Yeah. Um, this player won a silver medal in the 2010 Olympics. Anything? Nothing? Yeah. Yeah. I have I have a guess. You have a guess? Okay. So so got it. <laughs> potentially got it. Yeah, potentially got it. Okay. Okay. Now if you have to change your guess at all, that's totally fine, but it's a new got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Th th this one I think will really blow it wide open. Um Wait, did I never Oh yeah, okay. This 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 player's contract was bought out in the summer of two thousand and twenty one, despite the fact that he had four years left on his thirteen year deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Max might got it too. Yeah, I think I got it. Corey, I. I'm changing my guess to a new okay. one. Okay. And I think it. I have it. I okay. Aaron? It. Yeah, I don't got it yet. Okay. This one I, I, I think will will help out. Um, in his early years in the league, this player created a, a dynamic defensive pairing with Shea Weber. How about now, Aaron? Sorry? How about now? Wait, did, did you guys hear the hint? The last one? Yeah. Oh, we heard it, yeah. yeah we heard okay. It. Did that help? Not no, me. now now I'm not, on a, not a different... Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm sticking with my first got it. Yeah. I think, yeah. Or did you need me to repeat any of the hints? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sorry? Was that the final hint? That was the final hint. All right, so let's see if Max got it. Or did Corey's first got it, or what are we doing? Uh, Corey seemed to be changing his answer, so I wasn't too sure there. Yeah. Or, Corey, what, what was your first guess? Yeah. Um, 2003 uh, draft and yeah. silver medal. Did you say, well, okay, silver medal in 2010, so he has to be American. Yeah. I was thinking, I had RJ Umberger, that's who I was thinking. I was thinking oh. Columbus. Whoa. I was thinking Columbus. Oh, okay. You're close. You're close. And uh, yeah. and then, but I'm it's not Columbus. Why. It's not Columbus. So then, it's so not then, Columbus, but it was an expansion team. But then you said thirteen-year contract. Yeah. I'm thinking. I thought you said seventh overall, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I was thinking. I was thinking. Was it Luongo with Florida? But then, no, he was drafted by the Islanders. And he just he retired, right? Yeah, defenseman. Why <laughs> is not a defenseman? Just yeah, and then the defenseman for Nashville with Shea Weber, like, uh, no, is it American defenseman? American defenseman, yeah, because I was like, Kimo Timonen is like someone I was thinking of. 
I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I can't play with Shea It's probably someone that I'll be like, oh, Max. Is it Atlanta? Is it who? Uh, Atlanta. No, no, it's Nashville. I believe it is Ryan Suter. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Ryan the contract Suter. gave it completely away. <laughs> oh. I didn't know his contract was that long. Oh, him and Parisi, thirteen-year yeah. deals. Right. I, I, I was, I was, um, I, I was kind of like playing or, or not playing around with it, but I was worried that people would think it was Parise. That's why I put like the I mean, I was how long the team's the been. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and that, that's exactly it, right? But um, but that's why I kind of put how long the franchise had been. Yeah, I mean, that's what um, threw me active. off is that I'm just not like I don't know when a franchise started. I was trying to think of every American defenseman I could have thought that would have been on that team, but geez, t- yeah, good yeah. hints again, that's Kyle. Fair. Nice. Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. I put way too much time Very into detailed. this. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it it's actually shameful the amount of times i have like done three hints and been like this isn't good enough race at all (laughs) choose a new player (laughs) some players are just really boring (laughs) okay um so we got a harder one now this one's for Corey and for pat yeah i'm out for Corey and for pat you know what i'm not gonna do the original one i thought i'm gonna do my backup because i think i think this one will go well okay Boy. Ready, guys? Yeah. This is this is the Pat player hint. So um, hang on, I can I can say it whenever I <laughs> whenever I get it this time or no? You can say got it, but I want to read out all the hints that I worked really hard on. <clears throat> all right, all right. And and if our and, and if our listeners don't got it, I want them to uh, I want them to be able to guess. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We we want our listeners to play along. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, this player signed a contract with the Detroit Red Wings in 2011, but was claimed by the Islanders in re-entry waivers. Oh. Oh, I've heard about this. this oh, no. <laughs> no goddits? No. Not okay. yet. This, season, uh, this, this player... Played a total of three seasons with the Islanders before finishing his career with the T- Tampa Bay Lightning. Three seasons with New York seasons. Islanders. Exactly. You want me to tell you what his last year in the NHL was or like what season it was? Yeah. That'd be great. I didn't have it written down. Uh, his last season in the, in the NHL was the 2014-2015 season. He played for Detroit before then, or no? He signed with Detroit, but was claimed by the Islanders on re-entry waivers. Oh, That first hint is throwing me here. Hint, hint number three. This player is the winningest Russian goalie in NHL history. So, so far, we have Islanders goalie for three seasons and finished his career with the Lightning. 
How many seasons with the Lightning? He played one season with the Lightning, but he only got action in 11 games. So he's the winningest, winningest Russian goalie in three and a little bit seasons? That's pretty impressive. Mm, no. No? Uh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> tricky, tricky, tricky. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Um, He's the winningest Russian goalie. Um. Oh, how 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 do I even answer this? <laughs> so, so uh, focus on the re-entry part of the first hint. <laughs> um. Okay, hint number four. Wait, Max, no, got it. No. Still a stumper. Okay. Still. Okay, hint number four. This go- this goalie's most memorable seasons came in Teal, where he won a Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year in 2001, and a total of 291 games over nine seasons with the Sharks. Jeez. No got it. Now I'm understanding why you couldn't explain that question from before exactly i still have no guesses i'm fair enough Mm. i might have a got it but okay okay max what's 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 uh, actually Corey? you had the got it first we'll play the honesty game but i want to hear max's guess oh my guess yeah max I could be completely off here, but I'm just trying to think of like anyone that played for the Sharks, and then also you know the whole Islanders like, like Nabokov. Where was that your guess? Yeah, Evgeny Nabokov. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Evgeny Nabokov. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. That one I was really proud of. That one I thought were great hints. Because it kind of threw you off the first hint with, uh, yeah, yeah, because like, oh, we only played three seasons or four seasons, like Aaron was saying, but no, re-entry waivers, because he, because he, he, I think he had a contract dispute with, uh, with the Sharks or just wanted to go back to Russia. So we went back and played for St. Petersburg and then came back the year after and tried to sign with Detroit because Detroit was a wagon back then. And... The Islanders claimed on re-entry waivers, and the Islanders were not so good. <laughs> and I don't think he was super stoked at first to go to the Islanders, but then he obviously ended up signing for, for two more seasons. So, Awesome. Good stuff, right. Corey. Good stuff, Max. Yeah, it was a good one. Thank you. Yeah, that was some good players and yeah. good hints. I'll add that to the list and uh, take away the next one, Corey. Yeah, um, let's let's get into some recent news. We talked about our trivia and our jerseys. Now, uh, what the hell is wrong with the Canucks? They've <laughs> blown five, five straight leads now. Uh, they're o four and no, they're o three and two. Doesn't matter. They're o and five. Let's be honest. Uh, winless, the only winless team in the league as we just handed uh, the Wild their first win. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, okay, it's only five games, but what a sad start. Uh, there was a lot of hype. Uh, Boudreau was back. Keeping the team more or less the same, just getting a little bit better, and they start out the year. Granted, they're on the road, but still, uh, and it's the way they've done it. The oh. blowing the leads, like the third period multi-goal leads, <laughs> is it's hard it's hard to do what they're doing so i don't know what to tell you but fans are not too thrilled um max you watched uh the game tonight uh what's your what are your thoughts on on this team right now oh man i mean I, it's hard to really even put into what's happening i've watched since our last podcast uh, I've been able to watch all the games except for the one against Philly on Saturday. Um, and I don't know, they just, they look good out there. First period, they always go, goes their way. But just third, second period, just structurally, like in their defensive zone, they just have breakdowns and they just allow too many, you know, high danger, ch- ugh, high danger chances, um, and poor Demko is just getting hung out to dry. I don't think really any blame can be put on him at all. Um, it's just, you know, defensive lapses. You know, you're not covering your guy. You're you're puck watching. You you know, too many careless penalties. Um, your penalty kill is not good. So, of course, if you take too many penalties, you're going to get scored on. So, it's it's just a bit of everything. It's just kind of... You know, as Bruce uh, Boudreaux put it after, I think it was the fourth game, they're mentally weak right now. Mm. And I I think that kind of sums it up right now. And the more this is happening to them, the more it's kind of getting in their heads. And every time they have a lead, especially a multi-goal lead, and the other team scores one and they're one back, they're like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go again. So, you know, I don't know. Aaron, you were watching the game with me. Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you just said. And the only thing I would really add is just what is going on with Miller. Oh. Like, he is just brutal to watch so far. I feel like I barely noticed him. Like, he's obviously not getting any points, but I'm not noticing him doing any of the small things either. Like, usually you think when a player is struggling to score or whatnot, maybe they're going to become a little more aggressive instead, throw some hits, whatever, try to be a little bit better defensively. But there's just no spark from him. You don't see any sense of, like, extra effort. And I know Max and I were watching the last couple overtimes. And just seeing him defend has just been very painful to watch. I know we posted a couple pictures on our Instagram. Go check it out. But he's just, he's stationary. He's passive. He looks tired. There's just so many chances where the other teams are just skating right around him and getting good shots on Demko. I don't know. I just I just feel like, especially from him, new contract, he should be one of the leaders on the team. I'd like to see a bit more second effort. Because, I mean, the fourth line looked good this oh, yeah. game. They look good uh, overall. Just Pedersen looks, has looked really good. But, yeah, Miller has just been non-existent so far, in my opinion. Who's, who has Miller been playing with? Well, they've kind of stuck to these first five games they stuck to Miller, Horvat, Pedersen down the middle. So the yeah. wings have been shuffling a lot. Okay. The one thing okay. I would like to see is Miller and Pedersen reunited. 
yeah that might help yeah. put a bit of spark in his game again yeah i think i definitely agree get besser going a little bit too i don't know how his get that start of the line. season was <laughs> besser's been all right but most of the team has been you know similar you know not great yeah yeah i mean if you're winless yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> no one's really uh putting the team on their back right now Patterson's doing all he can he's the, really the only one that looks really good out there mm -hmm. uh, is is this how Miller's always played I've always or... noticed a sort of in certain instances there is that seem to be like a lack of defensive effort that has definitely happened yeah. in the past but this oh, has yeah. been the longest stretch that he's been like unnoticeable for very extended periods of time five on five yeah Pretty like cool. yeah like Aaron, last year he was he was like you noticed him right like oh yeah because like other players that weren't playing up to his standard yeah like aaron's kind of alluded to he kind of brings that little bit of a game to him you know he's pretty physical he likes to visit finish checks he kind of just does a bit of everything for the knocks or at least that was last year mm -hmm. this year it's kind of like you know you just you just don't notice him, um, and you can almost see that in his trust with the coaching staff. As last year, if they had an overtime, he would hundred percent hundred percent be the starting, you know, in the starting uh, lineup for it. Both overtimes so far, he has been on the bench to start, and I think he usually gets one shift. And I think both of those shifts he's been scored on. So it's kind of a tough place. I there. think. I think with Miller, like, he brings a lot of emotion to his game, and you need – the team needs that. But I'm not necessarily sure he's the one you want to anchor your team around. Like, I think him coming in now, like, signed the big contract, basically carried our team last year. He's probably more of a leader, or at least it's the team and him have taken upon himself for, like, him to be more of a presence in the room. But it's kind of double-handed. It's like he has so much emotion. Like when the team's losing, it's like his play is almost worse at times. Like Aaron said, yeah. like defensively, he, he just kind of like checks out. Checks out is a you really know, good like, way to explain it. Actually, that's a really good term. Right. So it's like yeah, when we're doing good, he's all he's all he's all for it. But if we're in a slump, and it's like I think it's really dependent on his highs and lows. Where it's like we need a kind of a bigger presence. I would say from like Horvat, who reminds me a lot of like. Henrik, when he was captain, just, like, very, like, calm and cool. And um, that's, I think, what they need to get out of this slump and just kind of, like, have – because also, like, Aaron, as you were saying, like, they're not playing bad per se. Like, all of their games have been winnable. They haven't been blown out or crushed in any of these games. They just give up the lead. Like, they're scoring goals. They're playing well. So they really, in theory, shouldn't have to change – their game too much to write the storm they yeah you know you would think if they just kept playing the way they are they should get a win not saying they shouldn't change anything they definitely need to look at their defensive aspects but i think just being vancouver media and obviously the passionate fans that we are blow it blow it up a little bit but they're also in a hard spot now they're their slump that every team goes through it's like they've already taken it so if they want to make the playoffs, they are behind the eight ball and can't afford to make any more mistakes. So 
you know, in a, in a, in a, in a, what seems to be a very competitive Pacific division. Yeah. They're, they now have to be that much better. So yeah, you're, yeah, you're totally right, Corey. Um, if, if they're wanting to make the playoffs, they can't get any worse. They have to, they, they have to get better, find a way to get better. So it's like taking all your, it's like taking all your sick days in the first week of January. (laughs) (laughs) you know they, they got there's no there's no be a rough right year ahead yeah that's right it's it's grind time from now until the playoffs yeah so yeah not the best spot but that's what the dice they rolled i guess and again it's only five games in thankfully um if it's the same tune but it's 10 games in 15 games in then stuff will start getting worse. So, Yeah, so on that note, if we see it 10, 15 games in, I'll throw this question to Corey or Max. Do we see some sort of trade or big move made just to try to shake things up? And what would that be? I mean... Horvat. Uh, you would oh. Horvat. <laughs> that, that, would, that, no. would that would be a massive trade. That would be huge. No, I'm thinking it's got to be like a Garland or Hoglander yeah. since they seem to be the ones that, you know, last two games they've each been uh, the healthy scratch in one of them. And, I could you know, see. Yeah. I could see a Hoglander being moved. Um, but that's, I, if it depends on how big of a change they're looking for, I could yeah, see exactly. a, like a faster being moved if you're talking a bit more of a bigger name or more more uh, kind of a core piece mm-hmm. now I know it's probably too early to ask this but on a scale of like 1 to 5 where is like 1 being cool 5 being hot where is Bruce Brudeau sit- sitting right now oh. <laughs> uh, like a 1 or 2 He's like two right now. He's like two, two, two or three. Yeah, two yeah. or three. Two or three. You yeah. can see whenever they score, you know, get a goal against them, they pan to him every time. He has the same <laughs> kind of pretty neutrally <laughs> face. Nothing really. That's, that's going to be the worst. See him yelling part. at players, so I think he's definitely pretty cool with, you know, everyone behind the scenes. Oh yeah, that's good. I think uh, Sheldon Keith is has a by far hotter seat right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> because they can't uh, even afford uh to play even 500 right now toronto yeah. basically what they're doing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they can't be losing to arizona that's for sure <laughs> how about boston going four and one in their first five games I was shocked with that, to be honest. I'm like, shocked. I really thought losing Marchand and McAvoy and it would just be too much in their yeah. tough division. But yeah, they have impressed me for sure. So, sorry to segue away from the Canucks. Sorry, I don't know if you guys had anything else to, to say. I'm sure we could drone on for a while, yeah, but it it's... would nothing nothing would be positive about it. So we might as well move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's That's it's fair. early. They have their first home game on Saturday, so that'll be a start of something. Either a yep. win, or they might get booed mm-hmm. off the ice. Well, Could go either way. Miller might get booed a lot. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, back to Boston here. Uh, 
losing their top two players for at least the first two months of the season, you know, it's big. I mean, like, in a very competitive division uh, where you have Ottawa, Detroit, you know, competing for playoffs now, you can't really slip up, you know, or else you're just playing catch-up. We saw that with the Canucks last year. And don't Um, forget about Buffalo. Buffalo's right up there, too. Sneakily, yeah. I mean, that division's super competitive, so with how they started with Pasternak, um, you know, Bergeron, Krejci coming over, their goaltending's been solid, defense has been solid, so it's just an all-around effort with a new coach as well with uh, Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot they had a new coach. That's true, actually. Yeah. Jeez, well, he's Pretty... definitely not on the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Should be noted, too, that even missing their star player, Marchand, they're still first for goals per game right now in the NHL, averaging 5.25. Pretty. Obviously, that silly. went down a little bit tonight, but that's still a pretty good start. Um. Damn. Wow, they could still be a contender if they if they can hold that together for a season. I mean, interesting to see. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> Still a long ways to go. Oh, yeah. Long ways to go. We got <laughs> 70, 77, 78 more games. Wait, so, so, so don't give Boston the cup yet? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> we'll check back next week. <laughs> what other teams you want to talk about, Maxwell? Oh, man, I mean... There's lots. I think we can definitely look at the Metro division right now. There's quite a few names that or teams that really pop off the board to me. I think none other than uh, Philadelphia uh, with how they've started under Torts this year. Uh, if I remember correctly, all of us predicted they finished last <laughs> in the division. So. And I think at least a couple of us predicted that Torts would be the first coach fired. <laughs> I mean, you did. I don't think it was just me. Was it just me? Uh, I have it. We still have it here. Um, you and Mikey. Okay, me and Mikey. Clearly, we were wrong because whatever he's doing, somehow it is working, and I am shocked. But good for him, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I would have expected a media outburst by now, but <laughs> I, well, well, there was kind of one in the preseason, right? He was screaming or something. Uh, There's players was... lying on the ice, looking he dead. He was just. He was just. <laughs> encouraging and (laughs) motivating loudly motivating if i remember (laughs) it was saying that there's no like um you know culture in the dressing room but it seems to be changing that pretty quickly if so which i mean that's not like a terrible comment like no for all the things he could have said well especially looking at their last season right like like it it's it's not offside to to say that or just to assume that at all. Um, and if there's somebody who can then who can instill that within a preseason and five regular season games, it's probably towards. Hey, do you guys remember when Mike Babcock took over for Toronto? And I think it was like the media presser, and he told the fans that he's like, "There's pain coming," <laughs> and then <laughs> like. What what a what a what a way to just like that's such a good uh, expectations for the season just tell your fans and and coming and then that was the season that they tanked for McDavid, no they actually right? uh oh uh yes 
Yeah. Or or no, or it was the first or, season with Matthews. Or oh yeah. Yeah. It might have been the but, first season. But um, either either way, he pretty yeah. much he pretty much he was trying to set the fans up for the next like <laughs> for their next eight years of of yeah. uh, playoff first round exits. Yeah, pretty much. So <laughs> yeah. That was and that uh, about Matthews. <laughs> there's Bane <laughs> coming. Yeah. And there's and there's that year that the New York Rangers head office sent out the memo to their season ticket holders that was like, "We're gonna tank now. We're blowing <laughs> this up." At least they give right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before we move on from Philadelphia here, Corey, this one's for you. I came across a pretty interesting stat today about Philly's team or at least their start this year. Hmm. So they're 3-1-0. They've had a pretty good start game-wise. They are ranked 32nd for face-off wins. <laughs> Last place. So hmm. if face-offs well, do matter, how are they winning so many games? It's so early. They could win <laughs> They could win 10 face-offs and be up at the, at the top in face-offs. So, That's true. You know, small sample size. You know, small sample size. Small sample size. Okay. Yeah. Like a vacuum. Last year. Changed or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's <laughs> keep that going. <laughs> keep an eye on that. That's pretty good. Yeah, sticking in the metro here, we have uh, Pittsburgh, who I I don't think anyone would have expected him to go off to a flying start. They're three zero and one, but twenty goals for. Jeez. Uh, and it's a pretty combined effort. Crosby, Gensel, Malkin, all being healthy right now, and they're all contributing. So you hope you can. They, I mean, they're hoping they can all stay healthy because they're, you know, definitely enjoying it over there right now. And <laughs> you know, but with them so injury prone, <laughs> it's unfortunate that something might happen soon. Jeez, might put a negative spin on their success. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They have a lot of injury from players, so, yeah, you never know. But, like Boston, great start, lots of goals scored. Who knows, it's a long year still. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kyle, do you have any thoughts on the Avs start so far? Have you been able to watch any of the games? I have a little bit, sir. I'm just looking at who was the worst face-off team last year, and I can't find it quick enough. <laughs> got all distracted. Yeah, start talking about face-offs, and I just off of my own little world. <laughs> Sorry, um, yeah, Avs, they're doing they're they're doing decent. I mean, as as well as I can hope for right now. Um, oh, I can't even remember who they played. Oh. They so they lost against Winnipeg yesterday. I, I did not watch that game, but I watched some highlights and a couple not not shaky goals by Georgiev, but um, but but definitely uh, definitely interested to see how he continues this season after a hot start. He actually didn't let in a even strength five on five goal until that game against Winnipeg. So it's a good start for him. Um. Ugly loss to Calgary last week, which kind of sucked. Um, but then we followed that up with a big win against Minnesota. So pretty solid so far. Um, really don't have too, too much to say about the players on the team. Um, 
I think everyone's just playing pretty all right. So we'll see how, how it continues. <laughs> except for McDavid, or McDavid, sorry. McDavid. Uh, except for McKinnon. McKinnon's playing pretty decent, too. Big fan. McCarr can step it up a little bit. He's got to score 30 goals for me this year in fantasy, so um, I'll be waiting for that. Has he scored a goal yet? Uh, I think he scored at least one. I am just... Nope, not yet. He has five assists. Five assists? Not a guy. We like that. (laughs) He'll get 100 points, too, hopefully. Yeah. So, not much to add. Fair enough. Yeah, and I mean, we kind of briefly talked about it, about Canucks facing Minnesota, them finally getting their first win. But they started out 0-3 before today with, uh, well, I believe they led in 20 goals against (laughs) in those three games. Seven goals against, seven goals, and then six goals. That's pretty, well, bad to say the least. Uh, For a team, you know... That over the last few years has been really known for being kind of a defensively minded team, you know, pretty responsible. And this year, it's not had the best start, that's for sure. And their defense hasn't even really changed that much. Like, I mean, losing Talbot obviously is a big blow. Who else did they lose? Fiala up front, that was kind of the main one. But that yeah, I don't it. know, not enough for it to be this much of a drastic downturn. Yeah, I mean, a similar maybe issue. I haven't been able to watch the games, obviously, but uh could be a similar issue to the Canucks where they're just defensive mm-hmm. lapses in their own zone and just careless mistakes. Um, I know Flurry hasn't been great, but just from randomly seeing a few highlights here and there, I know Flurry is not the full problem. It's, you know, the people in front of them as well. So, you know, we'll have to see with them. Small sample size again. <laughs> I think Flurry's first game of the year, his expected goals against was, I, I think he was like negative six, but he only had like six goals scored on him. So that means that like he should have s- probably stopped every single, <laughs> every single yeah. one of those goals, just based off of like the like the like the strength of shot like shot opportunity yeah. and stuff. So that's yikes! Not a great start for him. No, but but also it's it, it was interesting to watch because I watched a little bit of Colorado Minnesota before I had to take off. But um, it that game was was very sloppy defensively by Minnesota, like like just like missing checks and and stuff. So, but that's stuff that can get fixed with with a bit more practice. So. If I was them, I wouldn't be too, too worried unless they keep on giving up six goals a game. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, why don't we move into our fantasy discussion now? So we're just going to go over a quick recap of what happened in week one of our fantasy league. I'll get you guys to give us your thoughts of how your teams have done so far. And then we'll look at the different players that have been picked up and dropped. And you guys can give your reasoning for why you chose those guys. So first off, uh, week one, our winners were Mikey, Corey, and Rayhan coming out on top. Unfortunately, Max, Kyle, and I are down in the basement already. Uh, Not the best start, especially for me personally. But 
now we're into week two. Things are looking a little bit differently. Um, we'll get into our week two current scores in a second, but to start with, why don't we go to Max first and give us some details on how week one went for you. Any surprising players, anybody that was really disappointing so far? Oh man, week one is always a tough one for fantasy because you have no idea what teams are going to start like, um, you know, how they're going to perform, different lines, new coaches. Um, I think we obviously just talked about it, but I have Flurry on my team, <laughs> who in, uh, I believe, two start. well, he didn't even finish the two starts. He played four periods for me, and he was a negative 2.7. <laughs> Which is really frustrating to watch as he just keeps getting goals against. Um, really tanked my first match, but I was never going to win that. I kind of got killed by Rayhan. Um, overall, wasn't a bad, bad first week. Got to know the players a bit. Um, Kyle, how about you? Or players I was disappointed with and stuff? Yeah, yeah you go. Yeah, just uh, one. Evan Bouchard was it? <laughs> so far, he hasn't he hasn't panned out. But I'm going to hang on to him because uh, I think eventually they will get play time. But the fact that he's not on the power play is fucking maddening. But are freaking maddening. So yes. Um, super happy with Jake Gensel. He like carried my team, but everyone else was pretty average. So hoping for hoping for. A little bit of a bounce back week this week. So far, I am up fifty-two to eighty-five, or fifty-two to forty to Mikey. So a little bit of a turnaround. But then uh, now Gensel's injured, and oh. I was just looking at him. He now Taze is injured, and now Noah Hannafin's injured. So oh. <laughs> Jesus, so it's not not ideal over in the minor tunes. <laughs> awesome. And Kyle, you're facing off against Corey this week. So, Corey, why don't you give us your rundown on your team so far? Uh, week one was good. This week, not so much. Getting crushed by Max right now. I thought uh, Zabanajad would be enough. He started out the week um, with another great game. Uh, I, th- I thought I was, all, I was all happy. I was like, Zabanajad's coming back he always he always kills max whenever we play <laughs> but no my team I, my team's not even doing that bad it's basically just max's team Holy is just dude, max just is going off on me yeah, this week we'll come back to max's week this week because it is a little bit ridiculous <laughs> yeah i feel yeah. bad because Corey would be literally almost winning any other match but he's facing me. yeah is isn't that the worst when you're, when oh, you're having yeah. like a really good week, but then it's the person you're playing is just having like the week of their life. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> That's this week he's almost right now for Max. He's he's got almost double my score. I got fifty two. <laughs> Max was ninety three, almost double. But uh, it's right. I would be basically winning any any other match. Um, or it always works God. like that. It always works like that where you're. <laughs> Where, where the guy you're playing just goes off, and then and then your and then your team goes off too. But I know you're it's like lose. I know I'm wasting all these good performances for my players are being wasted. 
because now they're all going to go cold next week. So I'm gonna get, <laughs> it's going to be it's always how it works. They always go cold next week and then it's two losses in a row and it just kills you. <laughs> the law of averages. Especially because your team did really well the week before too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I'm looking at my team here now and my week one performance was just dreadful. It was I didn't even have a chance to beat Mikey. It was pretty bad. Um I have Miller on my team, so if you're wondering why I was ranting about him so much earlier, it makes it worse <laughs> that I own him in both fantasy leagues this year. Um my Washington guys were a disappointment week one. Kuznetsov is now suspended, so that didn't help things. Um, it was Yo, just a that, that slash to the face was brutal. I can't believe he only got it one was. game, uh, but that's where we are. Maybe he'll be back in the lineup next week. Um, currently, it's a very tight one between me and Rayhan. We're only about a point apart, I think. Um, I have Ehlers who went down. That hurt as an injury. Um, yeah. Matthews has been slow. I mean, he finally got an assist today, but just not performing like my first overall pick should be performing. But other than that, things are improving a little bit. I've had a bit of a steady incline, so I'm trying not to pull a last year Kyle and panic too much, but we're hoping, oh, trust we're hoping me, it's things so are going to go better. It's so <laughs> um, easy to panic. Speaking of adding and dropping, well, let's just, we'll go to Max first, because he's no. having, like we said, the week of his life. Yeah. Um, a little bit to do with pickups, but mostly his main players. I mean, why don't you talk about who you added and dropped? Oh, man. Well, and just your team. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do too much heading into this week. I mean, I, I drafted uh, Marshan as much as I kind of hate the player, but I drafted him. So obviously, I had a free roster spot, which I used on Nichushkin. That was a good which pickup. Which I kind of, in a way, stole from Kyle, but hey, he hesitated, so. It was yeah, game. yeah, Me no, too, I'll, I'll, I'll own that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I thought you know he'd be a really good pickup for the time being when with Landis Cog out, uh, but he is absolutely killing it right now. Um, some top power play, I think, top line, second line, I could be wrong there, but either way, he's getting it done on all parts, and you know I can't wait to have him for yeah, you know, next little bit here. I'm mad I canceled my claim for him now. Rookie move. All right, let's move up the list here. So the next transaction we had was myself. So I got rid of Kako. He didn't make it a week on my team. I don't think anyone is surprised. Um, uh, And I added Kempe from LA. And he's been decent. I mean, LA got murdered today, so fair enough. He's not going to do anything. But I'm hoping top line, top power play will make him... A more consistent pickup going forward. And some shorthanded points here and there, too. Yeah, those are always nice. All right, our next transaction was from Mikey, who unfortunately is not here tonight, but he added Huso and dropped Norris. Anybody have any thoughts on, I mean, probably just mainly getting rid of Norris that soon? Yeah, I mean, it seems like a very Mikey move. In my opinion. He's not here to defend himself. I was going to say, can't even defend himself. I can rip into him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I mean, Norris is a great player. Obviously a very slow start, even with Ottawa themselves. I know a few of their players haven't had the greatest starts over there, but I think that's a player that you definitely should have maybe possibly held on to. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But he only had two goalies, so you know, I mean... Picking up Huso, I think, will be a really good ad for him, so... Yeah. Not much he can really uh, go wrong with there. All right, we'll give Mikey a pass this time. Good job, Mikey. All right, <laughs> next on the I, list I, here. I, I, I gotta say, I personally do really like that move by Mikey. I, All right. I, yeah, I don't know much about Josh Norris, but I think Huso's gonna have a good year. Yeah. I, I, I think we do have to uh, point out, though, that... I, I believe it would have been last week where we were talking about our fantasy teams and Mikey <laughs> thinking he had the best goalie tandem with Campbell and uh, Vasilevsky. Um, <laughs> now he has the best goalie right trio. Yeah, now he's the <laughs> best goalie trio. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, Vasilevsky rocking a minus point four so far this week. Oof. Not off to a great start, but I think that's only one game, so you never know. Tight match with you, Kyle. Yeah, it's exciting. All right, going over to Kyle's pickup now. This was an interesting one. I know we're curious to hear your thoughts on this one. <laughs> uh, D'Angelo, you added. Yeah, I was I was thinking Philly was going to be garbage, and then uh, Philly started out pretty all right. And I remember he treated you really well last year when he was on Carolina. So I'm hoping he, I'm hoping that he does the same thing for me this year. And uh, I had some, obviously have some injuries on the back end, so. I'm hoping that uh, he he keeps on producing and can fill in or possibly even replace Hannafin or Bouchard. So mm. it's they're all battling for a spot on my team. It's a pretty it's a pretty prestigious place to be. So <laughs> we're in good shape. Nice man. Yeah, you have so many injuries all of a sudden, dude. Yeah, like my phone just going off today because <laughs> not only this team. What that's like, I had. Three from this team that popped up today. I think I have two from my other league as well. Yikes. Unlucky. <laughs> not, not a great time. And our last pickup in the league so far was just this morning it got added, and that was Forsling added in exchange for dropping Kairou from Max. <laughs> and I mean... Fair play with Ekblad being out. I think that kind of explains yeah. it, but give us your details. I mean, that was pretty much my whole detail for that. Um, I I do specifically remember, well, man, I don't know what episode that was, but when we were doing our dark horses for uh, fantasy defensemen, and that was my pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously didn't predict Ekblad going down with an injury, um, but I think he's going to be... Wow, he's almost going to be the main man over there right now. He's already played about 27 minutes since Ekblad leaving, you know, each night. So I think with a good, pretty good Florida team, he's going to be a pretty good ad, so I'll take it. And important to note that Mikey did also (laughs) put a claim in for Forsling. (laughs) Unfortunately, though, Max was higher on the waiver wire, so he beat him out. But um, Mikey's a little bit disappointed to miss out on Forsling for sure. I I knew he'd put a claim in. That's why I needed to also (laughs) do so. (laughs) Corey, you haven't made any moves yet. You're happy with your team, obviously. No, I'm just being loyal. You know me. Wants that loyalty award. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Don't want to be like me. No. <laughs> no. No. That was such a hard no. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate. Yeah, um, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I don't have much else to talk about. Cool. I mean, very early in the season, so 
we'll definitely be updating our fantasy teams as it goes on because there will be lots of changes I'm sure but yeah other than that I think that wraps us up for this episode um, again our fan question we mentioned it earlier it is which reverse retro jersey is your favorite the post is already up on our Instagram so go take a look at all the pictures and let us know which one you like which one you don't like and why we like hearing your guys thoughts always other than that, uh, we'll see you next week. Don't forget to follow at Shell Stars, rate us, give us a review, and yeah, have a good one. <laughs>